0: Hello everybody, this is Karamjit Singh from Digital News Asia and uh, Tech Talk on DNA is back on Lidenomics FM. We've been away for two months, but now on this uh, month of March, we are back with our regular uh, bi-monthly shows. And today we've got uh, uh, me and my colleague Kieran is with me. We're going to talk about three stories and all, as usual, they're all interesting. We're going to start off with Kieran talking about uh, two very interesting entrepreneurs who have uh, tried to, uh, to create a digital uh, leg yep, uh, to their business, which is mainly uh, the offline e commerce market. Uh, uh, so, Kiran, you know, uh, kick, us, kick us started with the Biz app, correct?
1: Yeah, so Biz app, that is the latest investment that Commerce.Asia uh, did this, I think they announced it on February 17th.
0: So, this Commerce.Asia is our friend Ganesh Kumabanga, right? Correct. So, the g- first Malaysian to list uh, a startup on, actually, the first in Southeast Asia to list his startup on the Nasdaq market. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Commerce.Asia, mm-hmm. I think what they've been trying to do is to create this entire, he calls it an A to Z e-commerce ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And okay. one of their latest... Uh, investments Not acquisitions mm-hmm. Investments Was in BizApp okay. And what BizApp does is BizApp It was launched Back in 2017 It okay. was recently Invested in by Ganesh okay. And um, The founders Are Husnul Mizam Hashim And mm-hmm. Muhammad Taip party okay. So the reason Why they started In the first place Was because They realised The need for A very systematic mm-hmm. And technological Solution mm-hmm. For agent-based Businesses
0: Agent-based huh? Sounds like, like Mway And Cosway To me When you say Agent-based is this multi-level then?
1: Uh, well... From what I understand, mm-hmm. agent-based is when like, when you go on social media and a particular brand okay. has products that mm-hmm. they want to sell, they yeah. go through agents, right, essentially. Mm-hmm. But when an agent gets those products, mm-hmm. how do they manage the entire, the orders mm-hmm. and the sales that mm-hmm. come in? Mm-hmm. So basically, what BizApp does is help the agents themselves track all their, like, with order management okay. and so on. So it's
0: like these agents are, it's another word for stockies, right? You can be an agent. Correct. Yeah, interesting that they now don't want to use the word stockies, which is an old economy term, I guess. Oh, it's associated with multi level marketing, right? Yeah. Now you use agent. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: Understand. So, what, what they're saying is okay. with the majority of Bumiputras mm-hmm. in the non urban op- population, uh, they sell a lot through the agent business model. Oh, okay. And right now, BizApp has over 200,000 agents. Wow. And their GMV is over f- US. Uh, One hundred and forty-four point seven million dollars.
0: That's uh, half a billion ringgit, right there, man. Yeah, wow, and that it was fantastic. only that was transaction
1: uh, uh, transacted mm-hmm. in twenty nineteen alone.
0: Okay, wow, yep. significant market out there then. Amazing. Okay. So
1: with this particular right. investment, mm-hmm. what Commerce of Asia is yep. trying to do is to bridge the whole urban and rural. Uh, entrepreneurial divide okay. in, in Malaysia uh-huh. because BizApp, what they do is um, a lot of their agents are based in the non-urban side oh, of non-urban uh, Malaysia. Okay. Yeah, sure. And also because Malaysia, I mean, we are among the world's most active social media oh, yeah, yeah. users. So
0: that, so people know, know that has, that is a well-known fact. Huh?
1: And I think social media has become like an avenue for shopping. Not only just your e-commerce websites, mm-hmm. but social media itself, like you have you have shopping opportunities on instagram right yes, now yes. uh and so on so that's where all these agents sell essentially okay uh so that's what that's where bizapp is
0: okay that's what they're doing and okay. the, the kind of digital stuff would be what like i think you mentioned uh, order taking and yep. stuff like normally i guess basically stuff that they would take over over their mobile phone right via sms or whatsapp yeah Is I now so. there's probably just a a dashboard which yes, they
1: can correct. use, right? Yep. Ah, okay. Interesting. And, um well Ganesh didn't disclose the okay. exact number that they've invest, he's invested I mean, Commerce.asia has invested mm-hmm. into this app, but he confirmed that it's uh, more than a million. So he said a seven-figure sum.
0: Seven-digit. Okay, yeah. Figure. Nice. So hopefully the two entrepreneurs from BizApp yeah, can take it to the next level now, right? Yeah.
1: And with this mm-hmm. new um, investment. investment, they have about 8 million SMEs now, a d- database of 8 million SMEs. Wow.
0: Who they? They meaning BizApp?
1: C- Commerce.Asia. Oh,
0: Commerce.Asia. Yes. Oh,
1: so, uh, and that's across seven countries mm-hmm.
0: now. Sounds interesting. So hopefully the BizApp guys, you know, can do a good job. I mean, you, you've got some capital now. Yeah. you got to build on it, right? And yeah. hopefully they can race another round at some point in the near future and, you know, grow the business even beyond Malaysia then, right? Yeah, because I think that's, sure the, that's the plan. Oh, they have that plan. Uh, Very good. The plan okay.
1: is to grow Biz App specifically uh, beyond Malaysia. Nice, nice. Uh, yep. I think they're targeting Indonesia.
0: Indonesia would be obvious on so By 2021.
1: 2021, so before 2021. Nice, nice, nice. They want to enter the Indonesian market. Oh, wow. yep.
0: Okay, great. So uh, we'll move on to the next story then. And that is... Uh, uh, so, you know, Ganesh is, is actually one of the Gain companies, so I'm going to talk about Gain. So I met with uh, Gopi Ganeshalingam, who has been running the Gain program since the beginning in February of
2: 2015.
0: And mm-hmm. um, what's interesting here, so there are a lot, a lot of data points I'm going to share with you, and if you can't remember it, that's fine because you could have a photographic memory too. You can go to DNA and read the article. But basically, this Gain program has, has I think, uh, Kiran created quite a good buzz around it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's been impactful and beneficial to the companies.
1: Yep. Especially the later stage companies. It was a yes. program that was targeting that.
0: Correct. It's always it's targeting, targeting the later stage companies and trying to you know give them a boost up, right? To help increase, accelerate the growth. And you accelerate growth by revenue. So basically, Gopi said that when he came in in 2015, they were looking for companies which were like in the 100 million, 200 million revenue range. And they couldn't find any. I think there were only like four, he says. So that's, that's really bad. But that's the reality on the ground. But he said that since then... They, what they did is they started working with these companies and right now they've got 150 gain companies. But what's interesting is that, and then they also, when Gopi said they started listening to those, those early pool of three, four, four companies in that 200, 100 million, 100 million, range. He said that they all said they wanted to go overseas because the Malaysian market is too, too small. small. If you want to yep. be a big company, you've got to expand outside of Malaysia, just like what BizApp wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. So he said, okay, then MDAC helped them and created a market a, a, a immersion program, which is a, a market access program. And, but what they did is that they, they did it a bit differently. La. So they ended up getting uh, 70 companies out of the 150 that were interested. So you've got, Seven zero. 70, you've got 150 GAIN companies, but maybe not all are interested to go overseas yet, okay. right? 70 were. So MDAC worked with them, GAIN worked with them. And this is amazing, right? Over the, far, uh, over the last four years, according to uh, Gopi, these 70 companies have collectively generated more than 1 billion US dollars worth of contracts, so which is about 250 million US dollars yeah. you know, a year in contract. Right? 70 companies, it's amazing, right? So now breaking this down further, he said that if you look at all these gain companies, so you know, today there are two companies which have 750 million revenue a year, three who have 600 million revenue, and six who have 400 million, which is 100 million US, right? Six companies with 100 million revenue. And he says many others are growing into 200 to 300 million ringgit range revenue. And one concern among all of them, this company is that most of their revenue comes from outside Malaysia, which is why this immersion program is even more important. So what I like is that MDAC says that they did it differently, right? The, instead of just going into exhibitions and trade fairs and working with the, maybe, Martred or, or no, Miti office there, they created this entrepreneurial ecosystem which is, consists of, of them working with, with cham- various chambers of commerce in those countries, government agencies, the VCs, funders also, funders means probably your high net worth individuals because you already got VCs as one segment. And then also the tier one, tier two companies in those countries, right, right. in Indonesia. Yep. And then and the other element is they work with the Malaysian diaspora, which is already based there, to say, hey, can you mentor these mm. companies and help accelerate their market penetration? Okay. And because of that, they did their first uh, uh, immersion program in Indonesia in 2017. And, you know, the impact is that they generated more than $350 million in contracts for that year, for the companies that took part. That's incredible, right? Yep. So they now expanded it to seven other markets. And I think he mentioned the cities like Dubai. Melbourne and, and you know uh, uh, Jakarta is obviously there.
1: Uh, Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Minh uh,
0: yeah. in Vietnam, and of course Bangkok in Thailand. So they've got these kind of uh, markets now, right? And they said they're gonna take these companies to, to these countries, right? And and increase their market penetration. So now the fact that they've got a working model that works. So yep. what Ganesh, uh, I mean, uh, what uh, uh, Gopi. Uh, Gopi finds also that, so the more successful game companies, the entrepreneurs there, they actually want to work with startups. And he says the reason is because they, they say startups approach challenges differently. They are more nimble. Mm. And they're very millennial and centennial focused. You know, the word millennial is almost to me outdated now because you've got people in their early 80s who are also in the millennial category, right? Yeah. So you really look at the, maybe the, the tail end of the, of the millennials, which is people like you, right? And then also then the centennials were born like in Two thousand. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah right, 2000 onwards. Yeah. So it, basically these startups are in touch with these kind of people, right? And and working to disrupt traditional things la, with, with in their own manner. So these established entrepreneurs want to be involved. And lo and behold, Gane, uh, Ganesh uh, Gopi, Gopi says that these, these startups also are looking for experienced people to help mentor them, improve their business model, their market access, you know, uh, their, their technology, you know, uh, uh, strength, their their, their strategy yeah. also. So it says it's a natural fit. So what MDEC is going to be doing is that they're gonna look for 15 startups, and they're gonna work with magic. And I love that you work with people who already have their finger on the pulse of yeah. the startup because you the work with magic and identify 15 startups that they think are promising. MDAC will take them, and uh, Gopi will like you know take him take them under his wing and and grow them as fast as they can into becoming baby gainers. So you've got gain company. These are the baby gainers, and Gopi said his target is that by the end of one year. Uh, to help all these 15 companies gain the next round of funding. because yeah. he said that when you've gained the funding it means that another person vali- is validating what you're doing. They feel you're on the right right track. You, know, you, you will need help, but they think their money can help you build further right. So I like that and I think also what Gopi said to wrap up is that this model has already been working in the Silicon Valley where existing entrepreneurs, mature entrepreneurs, you know, help the group behind them, right, to bring them up faster. So it's fantastic to see this happening. You know, credit and good luck to Gopi and and all the team at Gain. If you go to the article, you see a group picture of all the Gain people there, all highly motivated, excited, and they already know what works. So, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see how the impact of this program one year from now, your baby gainers. Okay, now we're gonna finally going to move on to the next article uh, You know that you're going to talk about, Karen.
1: Yeah, so this is about, uh, again, commerce.asia, but okay. I think it ties in very well with what you just said mm-hmm. with gain because what uh, commerce.asia is doing right now uh-huh. is like I said earlier building the entire the ecosystem, ecosystem. Oh, okay. and they have invested but this ecosystem
0: is in e-commerce right not in yes. AI so not in transportation correct. not in food delivery correct okay. so
1: the whole chain okay. of uh, services I would mm-hmm. say within, e-co- within e-commerce okay. and they've invested right now I think in 10 Uh, not I think, I know, in 10 startups um, or 10 companies, that's amounting to, I think, USD 20 million. Mm, So the investments that he has made, pretty interesting, and he talked to me about the rationale Mm -hmm. and his thought process behind these investments. Mm -hmm. And one interesting thing that he said was, I think Ganesh has always... Admired the Shopify model. Oh, so when he said yeah. he admires the Shopify yeah. model, is that because he said he, he likes the fact that it is a business-to-business business model?
2: Okay, and
1: the problem with a lot e, a lot of e-commerce marketplaces is that you need to spend a lot on marketing. Mm. So when you're a B2C business, you need to spend a lot on marketing. He calls it a dog-eat-dog game. Mm. Whereas in a merchant-facing business, you don't have to spend as much on marketing, but you still get a percentage of the merchant's Mm -hmm. revenue. So he said that's a model that he has always liked. Um, So on what exactly is an Mm -hmm. end-to-end e-commerce marketplace? He said it's basically... A set of enabling product and technologies okay. that allow merchants to sell online more effectively. Mm-hmm. So that covers everything from uh, warehousing, mm-hmm. delivery, mm-hmm. Um, product listing on the marketplaces, order management, customer service, yeah. even the marketing of products. Yeah,
0: which is uh, key online uh, leader, key online leaders, right? KOLs, right? Which he is invested in also.
1: Correct. Okay. So okay, key so opinion
0: leaders. Sorry, not online key. So opinion earlier leaders. when
1: I mentioned the okay. ten companies that yeah. Commerce Asia has in. Invested in. mm-hmm. There's one more actually But this is not an investment By Commerce.Asia mm-hmm. But an, uh, an acquisition By Ganesh himself Oh okay This was done personally By Ganesh Because he said um, Since Commerce.Asia Is a private company mm-hmm. And this company That he acquired Listed. Uh, Yes, yeah. it's an ASX-listed company. Oh, it's listed on Australian, Australian, Australian Stock, Stock Exchange. Exchange, yeah. Okay. Uh, Netcentric. Ah, okay. So Netcentric that uh, has Nafnang okay. and all under okay, them. Okay. So he did this acquisition in mm. February. Just recently, yeah.
0: yeah, last month, okay.
1: Yes, and um, so this particular company, because they are involved in performance marketing, social mm, media yes. influences and all that, he believes this company will really help uh, in terms of marketing
0: the for the merchants
1: okay. that come to Commerce.Asia. So in my article, I talk about Ganesh's thought process behind his investments. Okay. So maybe I won't elaborate so much on that. Mm-hmm. So there are some interesting ones like Femzy which is a merchandising platform mm. where um, uh, brands can upload their logo okay. and then print out merchandise and buy it off online. Okay. That sort of things. And also Let Me Store, which is a warehousing mm. uh, uh, space. And What's interesting is that if you notice from what Ganesh has built with Commerce.Asia mm-hmm. there's one part that's missing, which is a payment gateway.
0: Ah, very critical part though. Okay. Yes.
1: What's interesting is Ganesh also, uh, like you mentioned earlier in 2014, uh-huh. he listed Mall Global.
0: Yeah, ML Global. ML okay.
1: which had MOL Pay. Sorry, MOL Pay. Yeah, uh, and so he used to have a payment Correct. gateway he's
0: familiar with their ecosystem yeah. very familiar okay. and I
1: asked him whether that's something hmm. that he hopes to do with okay. Asia, include a payment gateway okay. under Good its question. wing as well and what he said was that the right opportunity hasn't come about yet mm. but He's not close to the idea completely. Oh, okay. He said as and when the right opportunity presents itself, mm. uh, that's definitely something he would consider. Okay, okay. Whether it'll be within this year or not, we don't uh. know. Uh, he's not saying no to any more investments within oh, the year, okay. but he said the focus for this year would mm. be integrating the entire e-commerce um, platform that he okay. has created yep. and just making everything Seamless work more like, seamlessly yeah, and yeah. also help some of the companies mm. under him grow.
0: Okay, very good. Very interesting. So I think definitely commerce.asia is a very interesting company for all of you to keep your eyes on. And especially if, you, if anyone is doing e-commerce or wants to get into it, it's worth just going to the website to look at the, the suite of offerings you know, they have right. because it's probably going to be like a one-stop shop.
1: Yes, that's that's his uh, target basically, create a one-stop yeah, shop for merchants. Exactly,
0: yeah. And this is regional, right? It's not just Malaysia, although we're only talking about Malaysia, I think yes. because these companies can can help you in, in, in other countries also. Huh? Yes. Although, did he mention whether there's going to be a particular market it's going to go to next? Well, uh, Thailand or, or his Indonesia? next target market
1: is Indonesia. Indonesia He's okay. also interested in the Philippines. Um, i think mainly because of the market size of indonesia okay, and uh, okay. philippines
0: yeah all right so there you go all right so that's a wrap for for this week's show all of you i uh, hope you enjoyed the segment and you can obviously go and read the three articles we have about these stories we briefly spoke on uh, have a great and and productive you know next two weeks ahead with technology you've been listening to Leadernomics
1: fm the science of building leaders